1: city is a special place to a lot of people. In Psalm 122, the Bible tells us, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. It seems strange that the holy city would be a place of strife and unrest, but it's true. If you were to go to Jerusalem today and visit the site of the ancient Jewish temple, you'd see lots of religious people trying to worship, but you'd also see lots of heavily armed soldiers trying to keep the peace.
0: This is the same Jerusalem that Jesus entered almost 2,000 years ago. He came into the city during a busy Jewish holiday. Worshippers were everywhere, and soldiers were trying to keep the peace. The Jews were tired of taking orders from the Roman soldiers and paying taxes to Caesar. They wanted a leader of their own choosing, a Messiah, who would usher in the golden age of Jewish power and prosperity.
1: The news of Jesus' great miracles had spread throughout Israel. Everyone was talking about him. So when Jesus entered Jerusalem during the Passover week, the people were ready.
2: Hosanna! Hosanna! Blessed be the
3: King of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. Glory to God.
2: Hosanna in the highest! Hosanna! 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 Hosanna. When I saw how
4: the crowd responded to Jesus, I was so happy for my son. An angel had told me this day would come. I could still hardly believe it. I was so excited for him. Jesus deserved every bit of honor he was getting. If they knew him as I knew him, they would have crowned him long ago. My dear precious boy had been a servant to all of us, and now he would be king.
5: I warned Pilate this Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. As the high priest, I demanded action. But Pilate just chuckled and replied, No, Bukaius. I do not possess your great skill for solving such complex religious squabbles. But there's going to be trouble. I can feel it. Some of this rabble even calls this Jesus, the Messiah. The Messiah. Can you believe it? First he's a carpenter, and now he's the promised Messiah. These poor deluded fools. This crowd may lift this Jesus high, but I will lay him low.
2: Simon Peter, follow me. Those were the first words Jesus ever spoke to me. And how much I've experienced since then. The healings, the miracles, he is the Christ. And at last, the people are starting to see it too. We're all shouting, Hosanna together. This is the moment I've been waiting for. We're about to crown Jesus King. And I, Peter, will reign at his side Hosanna! Hosanna to the King! It was cold that night A wisp of cloud half shaded the moon Still, quiet I had never seen him like that before He prayed so fervently, so feverishly On his knees, on his face I heard him say it again
0: Not my will, but thine be done
2: For a moment, I thought I saw another with him Comforting him a tall, shining figure, and terrifying white. But then I heard his voice speaking to me as I huddled underneath a tree.
0: Simon, are you sleeping? Could you not watch one hour with me?
2: <sighs> oh, my eyes were so heavy. I had vowed to follow him to the grave if necessary, and yet a simple task such as staying awake I found too difficult. But he spoke again.
0: The hour is come.
2: Then Jesus looked beyond me into the dark.
0: The son of man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. He that betrays me is at hand.
2: And then I heard them. The sound of an angry mob shattered the stillness of the garden. And at the head of the dissenters, Judas, one of our own? The traitor approached Jesus and whispered to him, Hail, Master. And then he betrayed Jesus with a kiss.
1: Then the band and the captain and officers of the Jews took Jesus and bound him and led him away.
2: And what did we do? His faithful followers. We forsook him and ran off into the night. Cowards, every one of us
1: and they that had laid hold on Jesus led him away to Caiaphas the high priest where the scribes and the elders were assembled
5: now we will silence this blasphemer I cannot, no I will not allow this self-appointed messiah this false shepherd to defy our religious system and get away with it 30 pieces of silver was a cheap price to pay for peace in Jerusalem.
1: But Peter followed him afar off unto the high priest's palace and went in and sat with the servants to see the
2: end. They struck him, they spat on him, and I, I huddled by the fire, trying to stay warm on that cold night. I just didn't understand. I had seen him do such great wonders. Why would he not save himself?
3: You were with Jesus of Galilee.
2: No, I don't know what you're talking about.
4: Are you not one of his disciples?
2: No, I don't know him.
4: Surely you're
3: one of them. Your speech betrays you. I know not the
2: man. (laughs) The cock crew. And my Lord was looking at me. No, it is as he said.
0: And Peter remembered the word of Jesus, which said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly.
5: I did my best to stir up the people of the city against Jesus. And it worked. By the time we reached Pilate, the Roman governor, the people were in a frenzy. Pilate tried to pacify the mob, but they would have none of it. They were thirsty for blood, Jesus' blood.
1: And Pilate saith unto them, What shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? They all say unto him, Let me be crucified. And the governor said, Why? What evil hath he done? But they cried out the more, saying, Crucify him.
3: Crucify him. Crucify him!
1: Crucify
2: him! Crucify him!
0: When Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing, but that rather a tumult was made, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. See ye to it. Then answered all the people and said, His
2: blood be on us, and upon Children. Then
4: Pilate had Jesus beaten so severely, I could hardly recognize him, but that wasn't enough. After what seemed like an eternity of torture and suffering, Pilate delivered Jesus, my son, to be crucified. and they crucified jesus
0: and Pilate wrote a title and put it on the cross and the writing was jesus of nazareth the king of the jews and the people stood beholding and the rulers also with them derided him saying he saved others let him save himself if he be the christ the chosen of god
1: and the soldiers also mocked him coming to him and offering him vinegar and saying If thou be the king of the Jews, save thyself. Then said Jesus,
0: Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do.
2: They lifted him up on a cross. And where was I? Hiding in a dark room, crouching in a shadowy corner like a frightened mouse. I jumped at every sound, thinking the guards were coming for me next. But I should have been there. I should have been at his cross. But I just couldn't. I couldn't force myself to go.
5: This Jesus bragged that he could destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days. He said he was the Son of God. Well, I have lifted up this pretender so that all may see how truly powerless. He is. The same crowd that screamed, Hosanna to the King, now enjoys the spectacle of his execution. Look at this blasphemer, nailed to a criminal's cross, gagging and gasping for breath like any common man. In a few months' time, no one will even remember his name.
1: And there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother.
4: I actually thought it would kill me to see Jesus on that cross. But I had to be there. He was my child. I had always been there when he needed me. When he was a little boy, I would rub his forehead, hold him close, sing him to sleep. But now, I could do nothing. Nothing but watch his blood run down that awful cross
0: and jesus said it is finished and he bowed his head and gave up the ghost
1: There came a rich man of arimathea named joseph who also himself was jesus's disciple he went to pilate and begged the body of jesus and he bought fine linen and took him down
4: it's over look at his cold lifeless body no man has ever suffered so i can still hear those cries of agony as they drove the nails through his hands those hands who never did anything but good healed the sick gave sight to the blind broke bread to feed the hungry those strong carpenter's hands that I knew would care for me for the rest of my days are now bloody torn lifeless those kind, loving, beautiful hands.
1: And when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewn out in the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the door of the sepulcher
5: and departed. Jesus may be out of the way, but I am certain his disciples will attempt some new mischief. Perhaps they will attempt to steal his body in the night to create some rumor that their dead Messiah has risen from the grave. I must see to it that Pilate has a guard posted at the tomb.
2: I remained in hiding, too scared to go out on the streets. Who knew what Caiaphas was planning next? What was I to do? Who really was Jesus anyway? Did it matter anymore? Nothing made sense. I just wanted to go back home, back home to Galilee.
4: It had been two days since Jesus' death. And I was drifting in a sea of despair. Every waking moment, I could see my son on that cross, crying out in pain, struggling to breathe. When I closed my eyes to sleep, the details became even more vivid. The blood, the cursing, the darkness, the wickedness of those evil men who killed him,
1: And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came into the sepulcher at the rising of the sun. And they found the stone rolled away, and they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus.
0: Behold, two men stood by them in shining garments, and as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen. And they returned from the sepulcher and told all these things unto the eleven.
2: Mary Magdalene scared us all when she burst into the room, shouting, The tomb is empty. John and I ran as quickly as we could and didn't stop until we got there. Yes, the tomb really was empty. And the grave clothes that had been so carefully wrapped about his body were lying perfectly in place as though he had just vanished dimly the words of jesus came back to me and began to whisper a faint glimmer of hope
0: the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day rise again
5: the soldiers who were guarding the tomb came running to me last night scared for their lives and obviously very confused They thought they had seen an angel, an angel, roll the stone away from the tomb. And when they looked inside, they thought his body body had vanished. But it was so dark, and they were so tired. They needed my help to remember some of the details. So I paid them some money, a rather large sum of money, and I told them exactly what they saw. You see, while they were resting... Jesus' disciples came in the night, they rolled the stone away, and they stole his body. It's really quite simple.
4: An empty tomb? Can it be? Mary Magdalene says she saw angels, two men shining white with dazzling faces. Maybe she just imagined it. No, it is possible. I know. I remember what the angel told me over 30 years ago. I can still hear his voice.
0: And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end.
4: And he shall reign forever. Oh, praise, Jehovah, he is alive.
2: were spreading like wildfire, and no one seemed to know what to believe. I decided to gather the rest of the disciples that night to see who exactly had seen what, and what we should do next. Most of us were still afraid of our own shadows, so we locked every door and made sure every window was covered. We didn't know if Caiaphas would come for one of us or all of us.
1: Then came Jesus and stood in the midst of them, and saith unto them
2: Peace
0: be unto you
1: and when he had said so he showed unto them his hands and his side then were the disciples glad when they saw the lord then said jesus to them again
0: peace be unto you as my father has sent me even so send i you
2: i felt the scars in his hands and the wound in his side my utter despair was transformed into joy Our king was alive, and I would follow him, no matter where he led me.
5: As it turns out, the rumors were harder to kill than Jesus was. His followers kept making up rumors of miraculous sightings of their dead Messiah. But that small band of men, the ones they called his disciples, I can't explain it. They were changed men. They weren't just a bunch of timid children anymore. My threats didn't even begin to silence them. They were bold and confident. Even the thought of death only seemed to spur them on. What, who changed them?
1: Most of the disciples would eventually be martyred for preaching the gospel and telling everyone they met about the resurrection of Jesus. Why would these men so readily give their lives?
2: Because we experienced the truth. Jesus Christ arose from the grave. I saw him. I knew he was God, my God. And no power on earth would silence me. To my shame, three times I denied my Lord. But I will not deny him again.
1: And Jesus spake unto them, saying,
0: All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world.
1: And when he had spoken these things while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, Behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said,
0: Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven.
4: He lives, and I live again because of him. I saw him carried up into the clouds, lifted up into the very heavens.
2: My Lord lives, Master, Teacher, Savior, and King. He has forgiven my doubt, my denial, and my sin. And thank God, He has never left me.
4: As He promised, He is with me always. He sits at the right hand of God, my Son, my Lord. My king,
2: even unto the end of the world, I will show forth the praises of him who has brought me out of the darkness into his marvelous light.
4: As the angel said, he will come again. Even so, my Lord Jesus, come.
2: We lift you up and give you glory both Both now now and 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 forevermore.
6: Thank you, choir and drama team. You know I can't help but to think of a few verses that come to my mind as I viewed this, and ephesians two eight and nine says, "For by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Ephesians chapter three verse five says not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he has saved us. You know, as I was watching there, and these drama people did a great job with everything. They really did. And, and as I saw Peter, as he would have all the emotion of the defeat And the loss. Caiaphas thinking he had a victory, but it was a hollow victory, a short lived victory. And then Mary, as she's filling it all for her son. And, and you know, I believe they captured how it'd feel in that situation. And yet, I believe that that was pretty close to the way it was. But on the cross, Jesus doesn't want us to feel sorry for him. No. He doesn't want anyone to feel sorry for him being on the cross. See, he became sin for us. That knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. And so, that picture on the cross that would break Mary's heart, that would make Peter hide in despair, that would make Caiaphas just rejoice as the devils would rejoice. That's really... In the emotions of it all, something that shows us the body of Jesus, a broken, bleeding body, head to toe, suffering greatly as anyone could imagine. But God allowed that to show us our sin. It's not by works of righteousness which we have done. He was there, paying the penalty. He was actually God in heaven who left heaven and took on human body so that He could be our sacrifice. He was a sinless sacrifice. He was paying our penalty, the penalty I owed. I could not earn my salvation. Nor could any of us earn salvation. But that picture of the cross. Shows us exactly. What our sin deserves. Oh his body. It suffered. But his human spirit had the very outpoured wrath of almighty God upon it. For it's his human spirit. That was created. Our spirit is created after God. And God is the spirit. We're made in his image. And that spirit was to be clothed with a body. And spend eternity either in heaven or in hell. Jesus died. To pay the penalty. It was something that you can't earn. So Romans 5.8 says. But God commendeth his love toward us. In that while we were yet sinners, yet sinners, just like we are, not that we get good enough, we can't get good enough for, yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's profound. Why would he die for me? But he did. The wages of sin was death, that is, final, complete separation from God forever in the eternal lake of fire, tormented day and night, never able to cease to exist. That was our penalty. But the gift, not earned, the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. But a gift has to be received. And so, there was a There was one thing that went along with receiving that gift. Romans ten nine says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, isn't it interesting he said the Lord Jesus, not just Jesus, not just Lord, the Lord Jesus. Why? Lord speaks of his deity, he's God. Emmanuel, God with us, God come in the flesh. Emmanuel. Lord, Jesus, his humanity. Whereas by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin. So death had passed upon all men for that all had sinned. Even so by Christ we can be made alive. So that thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. And believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. You know, what does it mean believe in your heart? Well, we know that the heart, if it stops, our physical life is over. The heart is our life. And so, with the heart, with our life, we commit our entire being to Him. My spirit, my soul, believing that Jesus Christ died on the cross for every sin I ever have or ever will commit. Shedding his blood for me, he died and was buried. And three days later, he rose up victorious over hell and the grave. That's why Revelation 1.18 says that he has the keys of hell and of death. And so, Romans 10.10 says, for with the heart, with your life, Man believeth unto righteousness, not your righteousness. Oh, no, the righteousness of Christ. Because you see, one day after that resurrection, as a matter of fact, within moments after his resurrection, he would appear unto Mary Magdalene. And Mary Magdalene would see him, and, and she would want to touch him. he says, touch me not, for I have not yet ascended unto my father. He ascends, and that precious, sinless blood is applied at the mercy seat of heaven. And then he comes back, and they can touch him. But he also touched me. By faith, the heart man believeth that his righteousness makes me accepted. In the Beloved, as Ephesians 1, 6 says, I'm accepted in Christ. With a heart, man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made to salvation. For whosoever, is that great? You don't, you don't earn it. It, it, it? You're not chosen over somebody else because you're white, because you're black, because you're American, because you're Jewish, because you're anybody else. You're... He said, whosoever, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Believing he died for you, willing to trust him with your very being, your eternity. You call upon him to be your Lord and Savior. Yes, you ask him to save you, but you know what? Those words are not magic words like hocus pocus. No, this is actually entering into a relationship, a personal relationship with Christ where he saves you. You see, Mary had the privilege to bear the baby Jesus. But a greater thing than that was this. She called him my Lord and my Savior. And my friend, he can be your Savior too. If You're not sure if you died tonight that heaven's your home. You can walk out of here tonight having received him and knowing you are on your way to heaven simply by receiving him. And Jesus, my friend, is coming again. Let's bow our heads, please.